or not to be? That is the question. My horse, my horse, my kingdom for a horse. Don't be so dramatic. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Don't Be So Dramatic. I'm Steve Bradley. Now, last week I left you hanging because I was interviewing Jason B. Moore, who is a theatre and film director, and he was explaining how he initially trained at Artset as an actor, singer, dancer, and he went into showboat straight out of college at the London Palladium. He then went on and toured the country with the same show, and then he came back and auditioned and got into Joseph as a lead role at the London Palladium. So in this second part of the interview, we find out what happens next. So without further ado, here's part two. Just briefly say what happened after that. So where, what, where did your career go from that? Well, you did, how long did you do? How long did you do Joseph for? A year. I did so. I did the first year, and then um, finished. Got home, did some painting and some decorating. Yeah. Had time to do that. And then I thought, oh, they'll all call me. They'll be calling me. You know, the people will be calling me. And no one called me. And I sat home for nearly two years. Not Well, not nearly two years, but I sat home definitely for a year thinking, oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, it's not just, it doesn't just happen constantly. You have to, uh, you have to create it as well and have to uh, uh, let people know you're here and, and all this stuff, I began to go, oh, okay. So it's not so, um, not as easy as it has been for the last three years. Reality kind of hits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good reality, though. It's it's a, it's it's probably one of the best realities because um, your survival techniques that you were taught when you were 16, when you were having things thrown at you um, <laughs> or being hit, um, kick in and you start to, oh, okay, what do I do now? Yeah. So I uh, started doing concert stuff, small stuff, and then I started doing some plays that were quite nice and did a couple of tours with some plays and some other musicals, uh, not necessarily West End. And then I got offered to do this cruise ship and I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. That's just terrible. Can't do a cruise ship. But I did. And I absolutely loved it. I really loved it. Um, the, 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 the travel was amazing. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. The wage was quite good. And I got to meet different people, got to meet people that not weren't necessarily in the theatre so much and got to meet... Because all my life I've been surrounded by theatre, 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 theatre. Mm. And so suddenly, oh, there are other people out in the world besides theatre. So I got to travel, got to meet more people. I got, got some extremely good friends from who I worked with. Um, I did that for a while and then thought, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm gonna, it's going to drive me mad. Yeah. So I'd stopped that. And then I um, came home and thought, yeah, that's it. I'll come back into the West End. It'll be easy. And it wasn't. You know, I was like, oh, I don't know what to do now. So someone said to me, do you want to teach? And I went, no, I'm not <laughs> doing that. That's rubbish. But I did. And um, it was all right. It was okay. Not really my cup of tea, but it was all right. And then someone said, do you want to direct a play? And I said, no, 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 no. Definitely not. But I did. And I actually really loved it. What was the play? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it that much. I can't remember. Anyway, I, I, no, I can't remember. But it was suddenly, suddenly this, this, this. That sounds a bit uh, pretentious, but this new door did open, and I just went into this through this new door and thought, "Yes, this is it. This is where what I want to do. This is feels good. This feels right." Mm. Um, 
I loved I love every I loved every minute of it. The the the, the working with the playwrights, uh, working on the scripts, getting a production team together, working with your your designers. I even love technical rehearsals. Not many people do, but I love them. And it just that whole creative process of watching it happen, and of course working with the actors as well. Um, was brilliant, Ex except it was very strange the first day when actors were looking at me as opposed to me looking at a director with other actors. Yeah, that was the I first bet. thing I thought, oh, I better do this thing then. I better talk. <laughs> I probably talked rubbish, but I thought I better do this. And um, yeah, so um, I started doing it and I, and I haven't stopped doing it. And I continue to want to grow more and learn more and be more and do more and all that sort of stuff. So it kind of that that steered you down a different path, and you said, "Yeah, I always I always uh, say that any any experience that I've had as a as a performer was a stepping stone to directing." Yeah, it really is that. I mean, my my personal thing, and that and that's because I've come from that. Is that is is directing? Surely you've had to have been there and done it to it but not everybody you know there are some yeah not everyone yeah. does that some very good and very well-known directors haven't done that but that's my experience so i so i think that any performing was a stepping stone to directing okay so that's a brief history on you <laughs> yeah just brief <laughs> yeah. um so you've mentioned about what you love about directing is that whole creative process is is getting is getting going from the from the first reading right through to seeing it on stage you know is that is that so yeah, basically uh, being involved in and being able to sort of direct and, and shape that. Is that kind um, of... Yeah, yes. Is that what you uh, kind of enjoy about it? Uh, yes, shape. But when, when when it's shape, it's not just me shaping. It's it's everyone involved. It's everybody, uh, actors, even your stage management. Everyone, I feel that everyone, sh if they feel they have an input and it's worth it and it's good, then yeah, we it's, it's a collective process. Good, yeah. good. Okay, so... You run a workshop called Don't Feed the Drama. Yeah. Tell us about that, because this is, is this something new that you've started developing, or is it something you've always done? No, it's something that's sort of happened while working with people. Um, it's interesting, because people, I've done a couple of workshops, and they say, and they say is this, are you trying to tell me that... Uh, Stanislavski and Meisner and rubbish and you're the only thing. I said, no, God, no. I wouldn't be so arrogant to think such a thing. But it's just, it's not even method. It's not a system. It's not an approach. It's just an idea. And it's its an idea that's not even that new because it comes from all those people I've just mentioned. They do it as well. But it's just interesting how when I've been working with actors and we've discussed and I said, well, maybe it's this way. It's interesting how people go, oh, oh, that's interesting. I never thought of that before. And it, it's happened a few times. I've thought, oh, okay, let's, well, maybe let's try and take it a bit further. Let's do, instead take it out of the rehearsal room and do it in a workshop forum where it can be examined is the wrong word, where it can grow a bit more. And if there's something worth, let's go a bit further. And if that happens, let's go a bit further. Let's go a bit further. Mm. So it's just an idea of looking at how you would work as an actor or with actors. Right. Okay. So and it's is it taking things from Stanislavski or it's taking things from Meisner or is it a influenced well, by them but it's not exactly their approach or Um well it's interesting cuz cuz people say oh I don't like Stanislavski and I don't like Meisner I don't like Strasberg and I don't I don't like Brecht and I don't Well sorry mate but all they're all linked together they're all there's all somewhere you go you can be doing one 
method and someone says, ah, yes, but that's blah, 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 blah. Well, they're all linked together. Mm. You know, if you don't like Brecht, then don't ever go and see a black box play. How does, how does Brecht work? Because well, I don't know. Well, he sort of invented the black black box and get rid of the fourth wall and all sorts of that. He did more than that. But but if you've ever, if you're an actor, say, oh, no, I don't like Brecht or anything like that. Well, then don't go and work in a pub theatre. Don't work in a black box and don't ever talk to your audience. So right. they're all linked. They're all linked. They're all linked. They're all linked. And, and, and my idea, and I say idea, not approach or method, that probably has all those, all of those things in it. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, I haven't had some huge epiphany and come down from the sky and said, "This is the way you have to do it." Okay. Uh, so, what is the, the approach? What is the kind of approach that you well, take it's, with it's, it? It's it's to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's to th- the I thing like is, that approach. <laughs> the thing is, it's interesting how you read books. Uh, and you hear from people, and they make acting sound so hard. It's like, oh my God, this is so difficult. How am I going to do this? How am I going to? It's really hard. When it's not really. You think about it too much, would you say? Well, not thinking about because thinking about it is a good thing. But but the actual doing of is so cri- uh, criticised. Am I doing it this way? Am I doing it right way? Am I doing it the right way? Uh, this is what someone so and so told me at my drama school to do it that way, and and. Um, uh, this director demanded this of me. This and there's so I don't haven't a clue where I'm going and I'm st- stuck. So it's yeah, it's just stripping it down. Do nothing. And in and and what I mean by that is is um, I, again I did this workshop with this um, with transmission who work out of the Park Theatre, and I suggested I brought some scripts of not so well known plays, and I said to guys right. Just read it. Just read it. Read it. Don't do anything to it. Don't act it. Don't put any assumption of character or anything. Just read the thing. Just yeah. read it, read it, read it, read it. Yeah. And some interesting things happened. Yeah. Now, some people didn't like it at all because they were out of their comfort zone. They weren't putting something on. They, they feel were, like they had to do something with it. Well, they feel they had to do something with it, but they felt because they weren't doing anything with it, they were they were opening themselves up in a sense they were f- it's i think they're freeing themselves but they're being vulnerable yeah now that's brilliant because then you can go from that vulnerability and that that nothingness and by talking and speaking whatever the text is something else happens and you think oh okay oh this is interesting maybe that's what it is and so my suggestion and i i very much doubt that you people would do this but if you've got a four week rehearsal is to do nothing for three weeks now that's that's i i actually would probably be scared myself for doing nothing for four <laughs> weeks, yeah for three weeks but but think of being in that allowing that to happen because allowing that those nothingness to then slowly your character arrives slowly your understanding arrives and slowly you get connected with what you're saying and connecting with who's watching or participating because audience are participators Instead of just putting on, because putting on, you may not not uh, find something. Yeah. It, for a, a great example is Shakespeare. So you've got Shakespeare, and if Shakespeare was just do it like they did way back when, well, it'd be incredibly boring, boring, and quite weird because um, you know you've got the fools in Macbeth doing stupid things when Macbeth is such a really weird serious play so uh, 
just allow, allow yourself, allow yourself to be, allow yourself to play, allow yourself to be in the moment of what's happening, which is a bit misery. Well, very misery. Yeah, but it's also stripping back, starting off, starting at the basics, and going, just no, I'm. This is not. I'm not going to put on anything. I'm not going to try too yeah. hard. I'm just going to. I'm just going to read it as as I read it and let whatever happen happen. Yeah, I mean, a good example. That, uh, going back to this workshop I did, they were. They, it was. Uh, an interesting play actually it just doesn't have names characters it has a b and one one and two and that sort of thing and uh they i said to them just read it just read it and it was really interesting it became a really alive became maybe something that it wasn't meant to be and that's fine in a workshop situation because we're not going to put on the play so who cares if it's not exactly interpreted right you can always that's what you know you worked again to get the interpretation right but if there's something in the wrong interpretation that may work for the right interpretation, then you found something. Right. That's, that's new. That's really interesting. So you don't see, so you, you, you mentioned that you, you labeled the characters A, B, and C, or one, two, three, or whatever. This Did is you, in this particular script. It wasn't, uh, not that I do that. You didn't just, just strip that out. No, no, that was in the script that we were working on. So they just read it. And how did it become alive? How did it suddenly become alive? Because there was no one. No one, no one, there was no one trying to do anything with it. Yes, I, I mean, uh, so it kind of grew on its own. Yeah, I mean, there was. I did. I did ex an example first. I I did two scenes from um, the importance of being earnest. Cecily and Gwendolyn, and and Algernon and Thingy. I've forgotten his name. Um, and because it's everyone knows. Well, most actors know that play, and of course, it is very well set in its mannered time, so to speak. They were putting on. They were doing what was expected. They were doing what they'd been taught at drum school. They were, and I said to, said to the rest, of it, "Okay, brilliant, great. The acting was fabulous, wonderful. But were they doing what you expected? Were they putting on? Was it what you've seen before?" And they said, "Well, yes." I said, "Okay, well, let's." And I didn't use that Oscar Wilde play because it's very set, uh, such a wonderful play set in its comedy of manners and all that sort of stuff. But we then started working on the scripts that they didn't know and, and allowed, I said to them, right, just talk, 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 talk. And some people got it, some people didn't got it. And that's what's great about this, and I say again, idea. If you like the idea, fantastic. If you hate the idea, fantastic. It's just, what the, also the idea is a con constant conversation, not a rules or how-to. It's yeah. a conversation between, which means it'll change all the time. It's never going to be the same. And do you think? Do you think that's quite the feedback you had? Is it's quite freeing, like you say, for actors, quite freeing to not to not have to yeah. concentrate, <laughs> I suppose, on on putting on a particular. Where I'm allowing them to be, and I I say to guys, oh, do what you want to do, just do what you want to do, and then we would slowly shape it. Just play, do what you want to do, go around the room, walk around. If you want to leave the room, well, I don't care. Just do what you feel, and that's the key feeling, and then then we work together with it and talk about it and analyze it so it's like working and being in the now and and, and, yes. in, and in the now and all that situation and all that kind of stuff absolutely constantly 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 now 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 feeling feeling now now what am i feeling that's now? is that quite similar to meisner and his technique um, yes that's what i mean there's no there's, there's but it's not it's not directly his but it is not directly his i mean i probably have stolen a little bit but it's it's Again, even with him, there are exercises to, and, and they're brilliant, and, and I'm not poo-pooing them. Yeah, but, yeah. But I'm just, just it's just, um, I think it's because I work, I don't prepare that much, actually, for a play. I do a little bit, but I don't prepare massively because I've, and, and some do, and some directors do, and some directors don't. But right 
what's happening right now is what is happening right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, that's that's the first port of call for me. Yeah. So and, that's and hopefully actors as well. Not not all of them like to work like that, but but and that's that's fine as well. That's great. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, that's that's really interesting, and, and it's made me kind of think a bit about uh, the way that you approach scenes and things like that. Because we've we worked on um, a monologue yes. for, for me a, a while back, and yeah. you took the same approach with me, mm. and uh, that was really interesting for me. And 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 see, because I mean, it was quite new to me anyway, Shakespeare. But it it was interesting to see how that developed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we did do some funny things like running around a bit and stuff. But but with Shakespeare, that's that's another thing. Or classical theatre, it doesn't. Uh, uh, it's you know, I've again done a workshop on being natural in classical text, and suddenly people start to do Shakespeare. Mm. I'm going to do my Shakespeare, and you just sit there and go, "No, please don't do your Shakespeare." Just again, uh, uh, Shakespeare is exactly the same as a new play. It's the same approach. What's the difference? Except it's very good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And it's the same thing, the same thing, same thing. He wrote so, and again, because I've, when I started doing a little bit of Shakespeare, I suddenly began to fall really in love with it. And it's just the same thing. He wrote, he he write, he writes emotions so incredibly well. And again, it, like the monologue play, all his soliloquies are to the audience, to that one audience, in a in a one to one dialogue, possibly expecting answers back. Mm. And not, I'm doing my Shakespeare now. There's nothing worse than being disconnected, especially in Shakespeare, from uh, from someone doing doing doing, doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And there are many, many very good, well-known actors that do it beautifully, beautifully. Okay, because because I, sp I suppose Shakespeare is the one that you can. It would apply more so of your don't feed the drama kind of approach because even more useful for the actor to approach Shakespeare like that to kind um, of discover I suppose so but but because I think it's all the same it, uh, yes I suppose so but um but because I think all writing all 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 the way I look at it is the same yeah it doesn't matter does so it, it doesn't matter but I, yes I suppose for the individual actors if they want to think about stripping it down and not doing then yeah yeah I suppose so Mm. Okay, so what don't feed the drama stuff have you got coming up? Have you got workshops coming up? That I've got a couple. I've got a couple of workshops coming up, um, which is called character or not to character. <laughs> um, and again, that's just coming and don't don't put on, don't put on. So I've got those coming with uh, and a couple of more, uh, and we're going to see what happens and see if there's a see if we can do something else with it. See if there's a future to doing more with it. What, where where are these going to be held? I I don't know yet, but they're possibly in East London somewhere. But I can let you know. Okay. <laughs> well, what we'll do is you've got a website, haven't you? I certainly have. <laughs> it's Jason B Moore, not less. Jason B Moore dot com. Yes. Yes. So if you want to hear about the um, Don't Feed the Drama workshops, and you want to come along, then you can visit jasonbmore.com. dot com. And, and just if you've got a question saying you're talking rubbish or you're talking a bit of sense, you can contact me as well. Yes, the contact details are on the site as well, aren't they? Yes, info at. And um, for anyone out there that wants to get in touch, you can obviously use the details on the site. Or can you? Are you on Twitter? Can people send you a tweet? Yes, I am. I am at Miss. Was it? Oh, Mister J. 
Dot more dot oh it's something like that. <laughs> it's Jason Jason B Moore or something anyway. Yeah. Something like that. So you can get in touch on Twitter if, if you can obviously. find him. <laughs> and um and if you've got a question for us, either of us, um you can either get in touch with us on Twitter. Um I probably should set up an email address that people can send podcast things to, um perhaps things that we can discuss oh, yeah, that would be good. in the future. Okay, so that's about it then for this first pilot episode. Oh, good. I think I've talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining me. No, thank you. It's it's always good to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Jason B. Moore. Don't be so dramatic. And there it is, guys. That is the second half of my interview with Jason. You'll notice I... St- said it was the pilot episode because i cut that episode in two but there it is and next time on the show hopefully we'll be joined by a mystery guest actor so look out for that so all that's left to say is if you want to subscribe to the show you can do so through itunes and it would also be great if you've got a minute to review us on there and leave a little comment and i've also set up a email account for the podcast so if you've got a question or something you want us to discuss in future you can email sodramaticpodcast at gmail.com that's sodramaticpodcast at gmail.com so thank you once again to the actor center for letting us use their rehearsal studio room and just to plug them again you can visit actorscenter.co.uk to check out their workshops which i highly recommend or if you want to see a show or book the tristan bates theater you can visit tristanbatestheatre.co.uk and that's it oh just as well last thing jason's twitter name is at mr jb moore that's at mr jb moore and moore is spelled m-o-o-r-e And I am Steve M. Bradley, M for Martin. Okay, thank you everyone for listening. See you next time.